Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Hayden Gleed, and this is the ProWrestling.net Ring of Honor podcast. After the break for non-members, I will be looking at Ring of Honor's 300th television show. And we are back. Hello, you lovely, lovely people. I hope you are all well. Um, In the interest of full disclosure... I am actually recording this uh, podcast in my car, and <laughs> the reason, um, long-term listeners will um, know that um, I tend to give a bit of a, of a weather update from the usually rainy South Wales. Um, over the last week, we've had a heat wave, <laughs> and when I say heat wave, I mean it's, it's on record as being one of the hottest Junes of all time in the UK. And uh, I'm a big fat Welshman. <laughs> I, I make no bones about it. And I don't do well in um, in warm weather, especially when it's been pushing close to 100 degrees um, over the last uh, six days. I was actually in London over the weekend, going to see Guns N' Roses, which was awesome. Um, but my friends, who were um, quite fit and quite athletic, uh, decided that they wanted to do a lot of walking in that type of heat so i'm still recovering from that but anyway back to today um my fan has decided to break so instead of um recording and uh, and uh, getting a lot of heat and and uh, and a sweat on that's a lovely image for you people um i decided that it'd be best for me to record in my car uh with, with the uh, air conditioning on so um I, c- I can only apologize if the quality is not what you usually expect or if you hear the uh, the ac in the background making a noise um, but my weekly weather reports from Wales are not the only perk that you get from listening to my audio each and every week, which this week is on all access, but usually it's available for the members each and every single week. But my weekly weather report from Wales is not the only perk that you get if you listen to my audio every week. And how do you listen to my audio every week? By becoming a .NET member. The .NET members get audio from all the staff reviewing the Raw, Smackdown, 205 Live, Impact Wrestling, Ring of Honor, uh, as well as the pay-per-view audios. Uh, you also get uh, Jason Powell doing a Q&A session with the uh, the members. Um, you also get the, the flagship show, which is .NET Weekly, which is either one of the staff, or sometimes you get the, uh, the, the great and the good from the wrestling business, including Jim Ross and Dutch Martel. Um, who co-host and uh, run down the the news of the week. All of this, as well as ad-free access to the website, and of course, from my point of view, you get the Ring of Honor podcast, and you also get the Progress Wrestling uh, audio review for the members. Uh, so, to sign up for membership, if you go to the main pages of ProWrestling.net, find the sign-up area, which I believe is in the top left, 
and it will show you the pricing options. It's $7.50 for a month and there are price breaks if you decide to sign up for six months and for a full year. Uh, so by all means, if, if you've got any questions about this, you can either, either ask me on Twitter at Hayden Gleed or you can ask Jason at Pro Wrestling Net. So with that out of the way, there are a few other quick plugs. Um, obviously on the, on the website this week has been very, very busy, not just for the members, but also for the all access side of things. Um, from a Ring of Honor perspective, Jason has uh, interviewed Joe Coff, on, which is available on pwaudio.net uh, on Tuesday, um, and he also interviewed Cody Rhodes on Wednesday. Obviously, this is all in the build-up to the uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which is on Friday, which Jason will be covering in audio on Friday night for the members. So check them out. Also, he was on uh, with Jim Ross uh, on, on, uh, on the uh, Ross Report podcast. So again, check that out. So, with all, the, with all the business and all the plugs out of the way, and me talking about the weather and giving you horrible, hor- horrible images of me being sweaty, um, we will get into this show, which of course was the 300th episode of Ring of Honor Television. Uh, this was taped on May 14th in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, at the, and I've been corrected on this, it's the 2300 Arena, not the 2300 Arena that I've been calling it. I do apologise to everybody who's been offended by that, especially the uh, Philadelphians. I believe would be the uh, the term to describe a Philadelphian person, um, but of course this aired in syndication over the weekend. It was on Monday on the Fight TV app, and of course on Wednesday on Comet TV. And as uh, as you're listening to this, it should be the 22nd of June 2017. Just to put a timestamp on this audio, uh, I will be using uh, Jason Powell's uh, review, which you can find on the pages of ProWrestling.net. So if you want to follow along with me, then by all means do so. Um, just to give you a quick overview of what I thought of the show, I, I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was uh, the best show that we've seen in recent times. Um, I was actually thinking about this. Obviously, I've been covering Ring of Honor for the, uh, for the website for two years now. And uh, I was thinking, this type of show, back when I first started, when they were just throwing out three exhibition matches and just uh, hoping that you'd enjoy them, this type of show would have been an absolute bliss to cover. And now I'm only calling it uh, an average show, which I think shows you how far along um, Ring of Honor have come in, in such a short amount of time. Um, but I'd, I'd also um, I'd also like to put a little asterisk against my opinion on this, because obviously being the 300th show and also the go-home show for the Best in the World pay-per-view on, on Friday, I was expecting a lot more. I don't know if I was expecting too much, especially because it's only an hour, and, and obviously being the 300th episode and the go-home show, there was a lot to cover. It's a, I think it's a bit unfortunate that the 300th episode came around when it did, because I, personally I would have liked to have thought that they would have dedicated a lot more time to showing highlights of the best moments of the, of the 300, 300 episodes. I think that would have been a neat uh, thing for long-term viewers. Um, but alas, there wasn't really any mention of, of the 300th episode, apart from some backstage interviews with uh, Jay Lethal and the Briscoes. And also because of the time constraints, I, I felt that they did make a, an honest effort to hit all the points for the pay-per-view on Friday. Um, but I, I, th- I think, think they spread themselves a bit too thin. But we'll go through the show now and, and, uh, and we'll, we'll talk about more uh, in detail as, as, we, as we go along. Uh, so Jay Lethal opened the show and acknowledged that it was the show's 300th episode. He said it felt like it was just yesterday when he won the ROH TV title on the second episode. He said it's been a wild ride and it's all because of the fans. Lethal questioned what's in store for him and ROH, which he called the greatest company in the world. 
the opening montage did at this point. I do wish that they would change the music. I, I do like the the, the rec- recognizability is that a word um, of the of the music now, but it, it does get a bit repetitive, and and it, it is a good idea every so often just to change it up a little bit. But again, that's just a small little nitpick. Um, so Ian Riccoboni and Cole Cabana checked in from ringside and played it up that it was a milestone episode. And you see, this is, this is the sort of thing, I mean, I, I I know they have to talk about it, but when they say it's a milestone episode, then, you know, you, you sort of expect something not necessarily special in terms of surprises or, or big things happening, but just, uh, you know, more of a... More of an effort to, to celebrate the, the 300th. And I, I don't think it was it was mentioned much after this. Um, but the first match of the night was uh, Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser versus Jay Lethal and Bobby Fish. Um, Jason hasn't noted it down on, on his review, but they did a, a nice video package before the before the match showing what's that, what actually led to this. Now, what Ring of Honor have done really well this, uh, this year especially is that they have obviously their big feuds le- leading into the pay-per-view. But at the same time, they had these little mini feuds which uh, play out on the TV show. Now, a couple of weeks ago, Jay Lethal was being uh, beaten down by uh, Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser, and Bobby Fish came in to assist Jay Lethal. And that kind of led to this match, and the fact that they recapped it as well, because I completely forgot about it, I'll be honest with you. My memory is awful. Only second to Jason Powell's awful memory, but um, I, I guess it's just a, an age thing. Um, but... It's just it was it was good a good little reminder of oh yeah of course this is what set up this match and obviously Silas Young and Jay Lethal are facing each other at the pay per view so it just it just kept it fresh in in your mind why this match was happening it wasn't just a random pairing uh, to face Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser uh, Cabana referred to Lethal and Fish as, Fish as a dream team uh, there was a comical spot with Bruiser getting winded and struggling to com- <laughs> to complete a leap over Fish who had dropped down on the mat. Uh, Lethal tagged in and called for Young, who declined. Lethal did more rope-running comedy with Bruiser and called for Young again. Bruiser went uh, for the corner, but Young held up a finger, dropped dropped off the mat, and grabbed Bruiser a beer. Bruiser drank the beer and went back to running the ropes. He stopped and spat out the beer through the ropes as if he he hard-hurled. It's easy for for a British person to say that. Um, Just to get to the end of the match, I'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, Late in the match, Lethal hit the lethal injection on Bruiser. However, Young caught Lethal with a knee to the head and followed up with a misery for the win. So Silas Young and Beer City Bruiser defeated Jay Lethal and Bobby Fish. And first of all, the comedy at the start of the match, I, I, I thought it played up so well to the character of the Beer City Bruiser. Um, not sure, I'm not, not sure if, if, it was, uh, if I described it properly, because I think I missed it over a little bit of Jason's report. But basically, the, the idea was that... Um, uh, they were trying to win the Beer City Bruiser because Silas Young would not tag in uh, to, to face either Lethal and Fish, who, who Silas has got issues with both. Um, so they, they were trying to make Beer City Bruiser get to the point where he could barely stand because he, he, was, he was tired from, from running back and forth and running the ropes. And it was, it, was, it was a great little comedy spot which didn't feel out of place, which some comedy spots can do in, in, a, in a somewhat serious feud match. So... I, I really enjoyed that and, and uh, Beer City Bruiser um, hurling as, uh, as, 
I believe the term is uh, in the corner was was just that uh, was just absolutely fantastic. Uh, the rest of the match I really enjoyed. I, I, I like the fact I really like the fact that Silas Young got the clean win over Jay Lethal because it does put the uh, the babyface in peril going into the uh, the one on one match. Um, it was more of a case of Lethal was distracted in, for a moment after attacking the the Beer City Bruiser and uh, Young capitalising and obviously he's not going to have that advantage at the pay per view so so they can play that up as well so. Yeah, it's, it's it's a nice little food that Silas Young and Jay Lethal have have uh, have, have gotten uh, since uh, Silas Young attacked Jay Lethal in the locker room a, a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, this this is definitely going to be a match that's going to be high on my uh, my look forward to list for the uh, pay per view on uh, on Friday. Uh, backstage, Christopher Daniels, who appeared to have a chipped front tooth, uh, cut a promo about the three hundredth episode milestone. He spoke about being the first tag champion, the second ROH TV champion, and now ROH champion. Daniel said to expect continued excellence from ROH and continued dominance from him. Yeah, it was, uh, again, like, like I said, I think I said last week about Christopher Daniels. It was very well delivered. It just didn't feel like it had a lot of substance, you know. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was nice for him to acknowledge the 300th episode and also put himself over as the champion and, and all the other championships he's held. But aside from that, it didn't really accomplish much. Uh, Riccoboni narrated a video package that focused on the Bully Ray and the Briscoes versus Dalton Castle and the Boys uh, match for the ROH six-man tag titles that will take place at Best in the World. A new footage aired of Bully trying to calm down Jay Briscoe after they, after they lost the eight-man tag match on television because of the Boys saving Castle. Uh, Bully told him it was only one match and they would get past it. I like this. I, I I did like it. It it didn't feel that the camera just uh, happened to be there. It 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 seemed to me that it, they could easily explain it that they heard a lot of raised voices and that they ran quickly to get to sort of find out uh, what where they were coming from and all that sort of stuff. And the actual content of it sort of played on well, based on what we saw in that match about Jay Jay Briscoe uh, losing it. Uh, there's more to talk about Jay Briscoe later on, but I, I'm I'm really intrigued by where they're going with this. I think it's uh, it's certainly going to reinvigorate the the Jay Briscoe character uh, moving forwards. Uh, the boys made their entrance for a match when they were attacked from behind by Matt Taven and Vinny Massagalia, who were accompanied by TK Orion. Again, long-time listeners know I usually struggle with Vinny Massagalia, but I actually sat down for a good five minutes and just kept saying Vinny Massagalia all week. <laughs> Okay, I didn't quite do that. I, I, I did it for about 30 seconds. But I had been practicing, so I, I wasn't caught out again on audio. Um, yeah, so it was Matt Taven and Vinny Massaglia who were accompanied by TK Orion. Taven and Massaglia set up for a double-team move on the concrete, but they were interrupted by Dalton Castle's entrance team. Castle, Castle headed to the ringside and stared at the two Kingdom members. The boys regrouped and the match was on. Um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll talk about uh, the beatdown after the uh, after the after we see the match. Uh, so Matt Taven and Vinny, Vinny Massagalia. I struggled to say Vinny then. That's irony, folks. Uh, with TK Orion versus the boys who had Don Castle in their corner. As Castle glared at Taven and Massagalia from ringside, one of the boys drop kicked Taven to ringside, while the other rolled at Massagalia for a two count. The Kingdom duo duo regrouped. Taven performed the reverse suplex off the rope, which Cabana said was the finishing move of Ultimo Guerrero. Uh, Massaglia followed up with a Swanton bomb for the win. Uh, so Matt Taven and Vinny Massaglia beat the Buyers. Uh, just to finish this off, afterwards, uh, Taven said they, they came to make a statement. Massaglia kicked the referee. Be one of us, Taven said before dropping the mic. Uh, at this point, Jay Briscoe came out and that caused the kingdom to leave. Castle and Jay jawed at one another. 
Mark Briscoe came out to play Peacemaker, who then who was then followed by Bully Ray, who came out and did the same thing. Ricky Boney said on commentary that it was just a match and suggested that they let bygones be bygones. Right, there's a lot there to cover. And um, first of all, the um, the beatdown of the boys um, on the ramp. I, I I really really like that. I always find with the boys, it's not necessarily because they're small or anything like that, but they just take one hell of a beating. They remind me a lot of uh, of, of Mikey Whipwreck. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From, uh, from ECW in terms of you just, you just feel absolute sympathy for them. You know, you feel sorry for these, not necessarily young lads, because, you know, you don't necessarily see that. They, they just... I don't know what it is when when they bump, they just elect uh, some sort of sympathy, and 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 you, you, you just feel so sorry for them, and and at the same time you just see the uh, the attackers as as these dastardly heels, and it's it's absolutely perfect, and I, and I and I and they did a lot to put over the uh, the viciousness of of the kingdom here. It was also good to see TK Orion, who although he's still wearing a protective boot on his on his leg. Um, on, and he did have a crutch, but he didn't. He didn't have to use it. You, you, you clearly saw him walking around without it as well. And considering just the shocking injury that that he suffered at the pay per view earlier this year, it's, uh, it's it's good to see him on his feet. Um, as for the match itself, it was it was it was pretty much an enhancement match. Um, Taven and Masaglia, um sort of easily won. There was a few hope spots from the boys, and uh, they, they do do a, a lot of uh, impressive athletic type moves. Uh, but at the same time, this is this is ultimately a, a showcase for Taven and Marsiglia. Um What was was uh, was fun for me um, uh, was was the showcase that they put on the uh, the six man uh, uh, team match, which is the, the, the Briscoes and Bully Ray against Don Castle and the boys. Afterwards, which was uh, Jay Briscoe coming out and continuing to uh, to look inc- incredibly annoyed over a, over a simple loss. Um, I do like the fact that they, they they seem to be playing up that Jay Briscoe is not uh, gonna let it go, and and that the his, his two partners are um, sort of uh, not able to to calm him down, and he's not listening to them. You know, again, um, when he uh, when the segment ended, he instead of uh, just walking up the, up the backstage with uh, Mark Briscoe and Bully Ray, he actually climbed over the uh, the the railing and. Uh, and walked um, uh, through the crowd. So he, he, I don't know if this means there's going to be a split for the Briscoes. It'd be interesting, you know, a, 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 he, a proper heel turn from Jay Briscoe, who goes absolutely crazy on uh, on Mark Briscoe and or Bully Ray after they lose the, the titles on Friday would be uh, certainly quite interesting and, and definitely a way to freshen him up. Not that he's ever felt quite stale, but you know, you just get the impression that, that him and Mark have done pretty much everything that they that they're going to do together. Uh, in Ring of Honor at the moment, so I, I I'm I'm intrigued to see where this is going. It's it's definitely got the uh, the old uh, interested antenna up at the moment. Um, a punishment Martinez video package aid. Prepare to be punished, he said. Okay, um, no, the, the actual video, the production of the video was really well done, and it was it was a good, nice sort of little horror um, type of. Uh, uh, piece which uh, you know it, it plays well into his character. I'm I'm still not sold on Punishment Martinez overall. 
Um, but we'll get more to him in a moment because the third match of the night was Punishment Martinez versus Joey Dadiego. And before the match, highlights aired of Martinez attacking Jay White and Will Ospreay following the match at War of the Worlds. Uh, Martinez dominated the match and won by pinfall after a choke slam. So Punishment Martinez defeated Joey Dadiego. After the match, Will Ferreira and Cheeseburger came out to check on Dadiego. Martinez cleared Cheeseburger from the ring and then choked Slam Ferreira. Cheeseburger returned and was about to be manhandled by Martinez, but Jay White ran out and fought Martinez. White clotheslined uh, Martinez to ringside, but Martinez landed on his feet and smiled at White before walk- walking away. Yeah, it, it, obviously there's there's no point really analysing the match. It was just a showcase for Punishment, Ma- Punishment Martinez to look strong going in, going into the pay-per-view, to look like a monster. And uh, and uh, and they succeeded, especially with the way Joey Dadiego was, was selling for the, for the big man, um, which, which, again, was very impressive. Um, Jay White coming out, I was I was quite impressed. I've, again, long, long-time listeners know that Jay White is still someone who I feel... For me personally, needs to wow me, and I was I, I I really enjoyed the fire that he showed here. The the just going after the bigger man, you know. The, 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 it's a kind of an old school type of uh, um, uh, interaction that they're having in terms of the smaller uh, Jay White throwing everything and, and and the kitchen sink at the big monster, but the big monster not going down no matter what is thrown at him, even being clotheslined over the top rope, he still landed on his feet and and not be not Jay White was not able to knock him off his feet. So it gives the viewers a, a, another reason to tune into the pay per view on Friday to see if Jay White can actually overcome this uh, this beast of a man and uh, and keep his emotions in check uh, in order to to wrestle smartly against the big man. And I, I'm again that's another one that my antennas up going. Actually, yeah, I'm quite interested in that. Which uh, considering the two competitors are Punishment Martinez and Jay White. Color me surprised that I'm that I'm intrigued in this match. Um, Rickaboni hyped the main event of Chaos versus the Addiction and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Backstage, the Briscoes cut a promo about the 300th episode milestone. Mark said 300 is about the same number of times he's banged his head. Jay said they won't stop until they get to a million episodes. Again, a something and nothing promo. Um, I'm willing to not point out the nitpick, which is the fact that uh, the Briscoes. And we're just out um, cutting a promo, and uh, and this is a complete shift in the characters. I'll, I'll ignore that nitpick. I won't even mention it, even though I have. Um, simply because Mark Briscoe cracks me up, um, and obviously they're just promoting the the three hundredth episode milestone. Um, Kevin Kelly replaced Ian Riccoboni on play by play, and Cody Rhodes sat in on commentary with him and Cabana. Uh, Colt announced Kushida versus Marty Skull for the RH TV title for the pay per view, so they were giving a little bit of love to that ongoing feud. And I, I believe they actually showed um, a little uh, sort of highlight package of um, of Kushida winning the TV title last week when Adam Cole interrupted the uh, the proceedings. Uh, but the fourth match of the night was Hiroshi Tanahashi, uh, Christopher Daniels, and Frankie Kazarian versus Will Ospreay, Goto, and Gado. Um, Osprey and Kazarian started the match, uh, but Osprey took down Kazarian and posed heading into an early match break. I think it was at this point that we got the uh, my weekly reminder that the um, chances of me getting an, 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 an enlarged prostate were quite high. Um, there's an advert that uh, Fight TV um, constantly tend to run. This evening they showed it three times. I don't know if they're trying to hint at something that I need to get my prostate checked. Really hope not. Um, but yeah, just to finish this match, after the commercial break, uh, Tanahashi dove onto opponents coming out of the break. 
Osprey went up to him with a shooting star press onto Tanahashi, Akazarian and Goto at ringside. A short time later, Daniels performed an Uranagi on Gado. Um, Tanahashi performed a high fly flow and then Daniels followed up with the best moonsault ever for the win. Cody said he was not impressed on commentary. So Tanahashi, Daniels and Kazarian beat Osprey, Goto and Gado. Um, as Cody was ranting, ranting on commentary, Daniels spat on him spat on him from the ring. Sorry, easy for me to say. Uh, Cody got up and took off his jacket and tossed it into the crowd. Um, <laughs> someone's got a very nice souvenir there. Uh, Hangman Page entered the ring and struck Kazarian from behind. Cody attacked Daniels. Uh, Page performed his finish on Kazarian. Then Cody performed an Angel Wings Pile Driver. Cody held up the ROH title while standing over Daniels and Kazarian. And the show finished with a montage for the Best in the World um, matches, which featured, featured brief comments from Marty Skrull, Jay Lethal, Dalton Castle and the Byers, Hangman Page, The Kingdom, The Young Bucks and Christopher Daniels. And the narrator hyped the Daniels vs. Cody match to close the show. And j- just to uh, be different and just comment on the last thing, yeah, it was, it was a nice little montage. And I think it did an effective job of hy- hyping the, uh, the top end of the card. So that was definitely a good way to close the show. As, as for the match itself... Considering the talent that's in there, it was what you'd expect. It was, it was, it was a very good match. But as I said, everything you'd expect, not really exceeding expectations, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, I do like the fact that they did give um, some love to the uh, Cody and Daniels um, uh, feud uh, as one of the last things going off the show, and also the Hangman Page and Kazarian's um, was it a strap match? Yeah, so it's. Um, it's, de- it's definitely it was definitely a good way of of finishing the uh, the go home show of uh, for the pay per view. So that's going to do it for me for this week. Um, as I said earlier on, if if you if you um, if you enjoy this all access audio, not just my my own all access audio, but the other guys as well, then consider signing up for .NET membership because as I said, there's plenty of audio behind the paywall. Uh, if you want to contact me about anything, then by all means you can at um, at Hayden Gleed on Twitter. I'm sure any of the staff members as well. If you want to get, get in touch with them, all our details are on the on the, the website and of how to get get in touch with us. We we are all a um, a nice bunch honestly um but yeah so yeah as i said you can find me on twitter at hayden gleed uh, i did put up a blog this week about the uh, uh smackdown women's uh, money in the bank um match from uh, from the pay-per-view on sunday and uh, how i felt that um smackdown basically bridged what happened at the uh, at the pay-per-view and uh, and the the criticism that uh, was leveled at them for allowing james ellsworth to uh, pick up the the suit, uh, the uh, briefcase. I was about to say suitcase, and <laughs> the 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 briefcase off the hook. So, um, yeah, so certainly check that out. Give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. And uh, if I don't speak to you on Twitter, then I will speak to you again next week. <laughs>